This is The Young Conservatives, with your hosts, Sean Allen and Judy Allen. All right, folks, welcome back to The Young Conservatives Podcast. It's just me today. I know we've been gone for a little bit. I've been having to work, wrap up some of my research paper for English. Um, I started work. Um, Judah has been gone for a week. Um, so we're getting back in the groove. Um, like, like I said again, we apologize that, um, we haven't podcasted in a while, but we are back to our regular schedule now. Um, so today, obviously it's just me. Judah has winter percussion, which is with his marching band. And so I guess you guys will have to deal with me today. So we're going to be talking about the Green New Deal and why it's horrifying the budget deal that Mr. Trump signed and what exactly is inside of it. And at the very end, if I have time, I want to get to um, the Russia collusion hoax um, that the Senate or House Democrats just admitted was false. But first, um, as always, thanks to our buddies at Kirk Nettles Insurance Agency of West Plains, Missouri. You can stop by and see them at 1509 Imperial Center. Find them on the web or call 417-256-2425. They offer all lines of insurance and financial services. Get your family protected with life insurance today. So today, like I said, we're going to get to the Green New Deal first. And I don't know if you guys um, heard of what's in it or really why it is horrible. But the Green New Deal will convert the decaying fossil fuel economy decaying fossil fuel economy is this is what their website's saying into a new green economy that is environmentally sustainable economically secure and socially just the green new deal starts with transitioning to 100 percent green renewable energy no nukes they want to get rid of all of our nukes so i want to make that clear they also would like to get rid of about all of our bombs and they also want to get rid of natural gas by 2030 it would immediately halt any investment in fossil fuels, including natural gas and related infrastructure. The Green New Deal will guarantee full employment and generate up to 20 million new living wage jobs, as well as make the government the employer of the last resort with a much-needed major public jobs program. Now, I don't know about you folks, but the last time I think we see um, something like this so big and um, was touted by many was FDR's New Deal. That is what many people are comparing this to, hence the name Green New Deal. They, they named it that for a reason. Now here's the problem. The government cannot employ the over 20 million unemployed people in our country. We just simply don't have the budget to give everybody a living wage job. Alright, and so this is another thing they say. Our nation will fit and our world face a perfect storm of economic and environmental crisis that threaten not only the global economy, but life on earth as we know it. Because I'm sure as many of you know that our economy is just doing so badly right now, um, with Mr. Trump and all of his, um, all of his um, reducements he has made for oil companies, and here's here's this is from their website right here, building on the concept of FDR's New Deal. 
They named it for a reason, like I said. We call for massive mobilization of our communities, government, and the people on the scale of World War II. So they're saying that they want everybody in America to say, hey, screw fossil fuels. Let's let's embrace green energy. Now here's now me myself, I'm not against solar panels. I'm not against wind wind energy. Don't get me wrong. It's just I have a problem with them wanting to eliminate a whole sector of the American economy. In fact, it is now a large part of our economy because if you guys listened to episode 40, the state of our union is strong. Um, we talked about how the U.S. is now the number one energy exporter in the world. So that would definitely eliminate um, a large majority of our economy and they're wanting to get rid of it for 100% clean renewable energy in little under 15 years. Now, folks, I don't just, I don't see this as plausible. Now, they said that, well, they want enough wind turbines or they need enough land for close to 500,000 or more wind turbines. You, you know how many acres that will take. I did a little research into it and it will take over 500,000 acres or it will, or roughly the size of California and Texas put together. Now, I don't know how we're going to come up with this land. Are they just going to stretch it throughout the U.S. and put wind turbines in your backyard? That way you'll be kept up all night by its annoying buzzing. Now, I don't get how that's going to happen. Here's another thing they say. The Green New Deal is not only a major step towards ending unemployment for good, but also a tool to fight the corporate takeover of our democracy and our exploitation of the poor and people of color. Because we know the Republicans are definitely the party of people that love to take advantage of anybody. Now, we've seen throughout history that's definitely the Democrat Party that is, A, taking advantage of people of color, and B, exploit people that are poor. The Democrats also always promise the poor and minorities a whole loads of things that they can't back up and they can't come through on. Obama once said in 2011 that more young black men languish in prison than attend colleges and universities across America. I want to get to this statement later on, but what he he's let went on to say in that speech that he believes that we need to reduce prisons in the U.S. and we need to set free more black young men than we have right now. And of course, I mean, not all black men are in there for um, murder and such, but they are in there for a reason. And we simply cannot just let criminals go just for the heck of it. Now, another piece of this is, I'm going to get to their five points that they say, um, well, what the Green New Deal is mainly based around. Number one is they want to invest in sustainable business, including cooperatives and nonprofits, by providing grants and loans with an emphasis on small, locally-based companies that keep the wealth created by local labor circulating in the community rather than being drained off to enrich absentee investors. Now, I don't have a problem with this, but the thing is, now they are wanting to pretty much 
come up with a socialist government to where the government, or a communist government, and where the government wants to have a say in all local-based companies, because the Democrats can never keep their hands off small, locally-owned businesses because they think they have to control everything. It's ridiculous. Number two, like I said, they want to move to 100% clean energy by 2030. They it says, invest in clean energy technologies that are ready to go now. Redirect research funds from fossil fuels and other dead-end industries towards research in wind, solar, tidal, and geothermal energy. We will invest in research and we will invest our research in sustainable, non-toxic materials and closed-loop cycles that eliminate waste and pollution, as well as organic architecture, permaculture, and sustainable forestry. Now. I don't know about you, but like I said, um, I don't think that our oil industry is dead end. If I'm not mistaken, we are the largest oil exporter in the world now. Seriously, folks, look it up. I'm not making this stuff up. We beat out anybody in the Middle East just within the last two years. Now, their second point is create a commission for economic democracy to provide publicity, training, education, and direct financing for cooperative development and for the democratic reforms to make government agencies, private associations, business enterprises more participatory. We would strengthen, we would strengthen, excuse me, folks, lost my place. We would strengthen democracy via participatory budgeting and institutions that encourage local initiative and democratic decision making folks one part of this is that they want to rebuild every building and house in the united states now i don't know about you i mean that's part of their encouraged local initiative but i don't know about you but i don't think that sounds like very smart quote democratic decision making we simply don't have the budget to do that. And they want to do that in under five years, rebuild every building and house in the U.S. Let's roughly just say there's 180 million buildings in the U.S. I did some math, and you folks know how much, how many buildings they would have to rebuild in one day alone to meet the goal in five years. Over 10,000 buildings a day. I'm not making this stuff up, folks. I'll post... I'll post the link in our show notes. You can look at this stuff. It's in there. And the fourth, establish a renewable energy administration on the scale of FDR's hugely successful rural electrification administration launched in 1935 that has brought electrical power to rural America, 95% of which had no power. Emulated by many other countries, this initiative provided technical support financing and coordination to more than 900 municipal cooperatives, many of which still exist. Green New Deal would update this model with an eco-friendly energy sources. Sounds great, right? They just want to... That's You know, folks, that is the one thing FDR did, right? Um, we have a Hal Oregon co-op energy um, in the vicinity of our area, and I will admit, they do good stuff. But the Green New Deal would like to come in and ruin it, and they want, it's a locally, not owned, but it's locally run. And what the Green New Deal is, they want the government to come in, and they want them to run everything. Alright folks, this is basically a way that they can 
basically control everything in the U.S. from now on. Here's their fifth. End unemployment in America once and for all by guaranteeing a job at living wage for every American willing and able to work. Which just can't happen, folks. I'm sorry. A full employment program will create up to 20 million jobs both directly and indirectly by implementing a nationally funded, locally controlled, direct employment initiative replacing unemployment offices with local unemployment offices. The government will be the employer of the last resort, offering jobs, meeting community, identified needs in the public, and for non-profit sectors to take up any slack in the private for profit sector and employment. These will include jobs in sustainable energy and energy efficiency retrofitting, mass transit, and complete streets that promote safe bike and pedestrian traffic. Regional food system based on sustainable organic agriculture, clean manufacturing, infrastructure, and public services, education, youth programs, child care, senior care, etc. Communities will use a process of the broad stakeholder input and democratic decision making to fairly design and implement these programs. I want to, now that I've read you their five points, I want to tell you some of the things they're wanting to do um, to America. One, they're wanting to put electric car stations on every block in the United States. Every block, folks. So now when you're walking out to get your mail in the morning, or sweeping off your porch, or mowing your front lawn, now you get to see someone on your front lawn staring at you creepily and smiling as they charge their car in your yard. Or in the middle of the night, you're trying to sleep, let's just say Johnny Johnny Creepmeister is in your front yard, and he's sitting there in the middle of the night with music blaring as you try to sleep. So now, you not only do you have a wind turbine in your backyard that's annoying the crap out of you to begin with, now you have a guy in your front yard who's charging his car who won't turn off his Metallica music in the middle of the night as you're trying to sleep, blaring it. And now they're wanting the government to control everything in America that they don't already control. Now they're wanting them to control the private sector of jobs. They're wanting them to control locally owned businesses. And they're wanting to control now every American's energy source. Not only are they wanting to do that, they're wanting to do it in an ineffective way that will just end up costing the taxpayers millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. I'm sure you folks get the idea. Not only is this a stupid idea that just won't work, folks. And my my fear is that it actually might pass because you've got so many people moving to the left nowadays that it's going off the rails. The Democratic Party is going off the rails, folks. And here's what they say. Here's how they expect to pay for the Green New Deal. They need revenues between $700 billion and $1 trillion annually for the Green New Deal. Now, economists predict that they can build a 100% renewable energy system at cost comparable or less than what we'd have to spend to continue our reliance on dirty energy, which is proven false, folks. I fact checked that. I looked it up and it's not true. This is expected to cost $400 trillion within the like first 15 years. And it's simply more than what we are spending a year as a country already. And this is just for a energy deal. Now, <laughs> my favorite part of this is, of course, they're wanting to get rid of carbon emissions. So, 
A, they're going to have to eliminate cars traveling, they're going to have to eliminate planes flying, and they're going to have to eliminate farting cows. Farting cows, you heard me right. And so, they said the only way they can do this is to eliminate beef. And so, folks, there's another sector of our economy is farming and beef producing. They're wanting to eliminate beef in America simply because farting cows eliminate too much carbon emissions. And it's ridiculous. I mean, every person, every animal farts. Yes, cows do happen to limit, to produce a little bit more carbon emissions than we do. But still, I mean, that's saying to get carbon free, they would want to eliminate every animal, correct? No, they just want to eliminate beef. It's ridiculous. But I'm sure you guys have had enough of the Green New Deal talk. I've spent about 17 minutes on it. So I want to things at the very end. Um, I'm sure you guys see that the media is always fact-checking Donald Trump for things he says. Yes, some of the things he says may not be true, but lots of it is. And I'm going to go on a list. Of, I'm not going to elaborate, really, on the things he said, but this is some false um, sayings that Mr. Obama had when he was in office. Number one, we signed the law in the biggest middle class tax cut in history. This 2011 claim was not based on a dollar figure, but a WS math. Now, supposedly 95% of working families received some kind of tax cut under the making work pay provision in Obama's um, stimulus bill. John F. Kennedy was act actually wins the prize for the biggest tax cut, if you guys didn't know, in at least half the century. By the same measure, the income tax provisions George W. Bush um, tax cuts were more than a year, then twice as large as Obama's tax cuts were over the same three-year span. While a large portion of Bush's tax cuts went to the wealthy, it also benefited the working poor. Another cl um, claim that he had was, if you like your health care plan, you can keep it. Of course, this promise is very memorable by, the Obama, by Obama backfired on him in 2013 when the Affordable Health Care Act, also known as Obamacare, went into effect and at least 2 million Americans started receiving cancellation notices. Part of the reason for so many cancellations is beca because of an unusually early cutoff date for grandfathering plans and because of tight regulations written by the administration Oh, and because of the tight regulations written by the administration. So the uproar could be pinned directly on the administration's own actions. Here's another thing. I didn't... Republicans have filibustered 500 pieces of legislation in the last two years. Of course, Obama, who was a former senator, got quite a few things wrong in this 2014 claim. He spoke of legislation that would help the middle class, but he was clo but he was counting clout-sure clo vouchers votes that mostly involved judicial and executive branch nominations. Moreover, he counted all the way back into 2007, meaning he even included votes in which he, as a senator, voted against, ending debate the very thing that he decried in his remarks. At best, he could claim the Republicans had blocked about maybe 50 bills, meaning he was off by a factor of 10. The last one I'm going to read you guys is the keystone pipeline is for oil that bypasses the united states long before obama killed the keystone pipeline project in 2015 he made a number of dubious claims about it including the pipeline would have no benefit for the american producers at all 
but the crude oil would have traveled to the Gulf Coast where it would then be refined in products such as motor gasoline and diesel fuel. The State Department said odds were low that all would be exported, but about 12% of the pipeline's capacity had been set aside for crude from North Dakota and Montana. And so as you can see in those four or five remarks I just read right there, Obama had many claims the media never said was false, or they never came out saying that, because of course, as I'm sure you guys know, that modern day journalism is a joke, and journalism as we know is dead. And so as we're, as I'm wrapping up the episode, folks, I want, I want you guys to know to not trust anything you see in the media. The media is now a joke. You can't trust it anymore. We've seen that, and it's been exploited by Donald Trump, especially in the last two years, three years, excuse me, that he's been in off, or that he's been running and been in office with the Russia hoax, which I know, folks, I'm sorry, we said we'd get to that in February. We've been a little busy with different things, and we do plan on getting to it, trust me. Um, but he's proved them that majority of the media is full of liars and liberals, which we already knew. And so as we're wrapped, I want to thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you're listening to us on Apple iTunes, please hit the subscribe button. It will help drive us up the charts to where we want to be and help more people come to the conservative cause and listen to us. And if you're on Android, you can find us or you can find us on the Google Play Store. Hit subscribe there. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Store, Stitcher, about anywhere you can find a podcast. And now, as we are now with on Spotify, we we got our podcast on there last week, and so you can find us there now. And folks, please hit the subscribe button. Make sure you listen. I, once again, guys, I thank you for listening. Apologize that we didn't have an episode out last week, and Judah will be back Thursday on our episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Email us at tyconservatives at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought of today's episode and what really scares you the most about the Green New Deal. I'd be love I'd be grateful to hear from you guys. But for now, as always, guys, stay strong, stay conservative. God bless America, and have a great evening.